Dave wrap up, Greg Weiss. Jeff Bear. So here we are back in Pittsburgh after Saver. After an exhausting time at Saver, I should say. It was busy. We definitely worked. Uh, we're the hardest working men in podcasting at Saver. I think so. I think that would be accurate. <laughs> I didn't see anyone else running around with microphones, so I don't think there was any other podcasters We were there. pretty much working like crazy the whole time. I mean, aside from the times we, we took to sit down. Other than that, we were just pretty much constantly working. We had some beer, but I really didn't have all that much beer. And we wanted to do a lot more interviews than we actually did. I, I was fighting a headache most of the night. So mm-hmm. I, I did my obligations to record the salons. But I talked with some brewers, but I just, until after Greg gave me some Ecedrin, you know, I, I just was not in any state of mind to be interviewing and whatnot. My head was throbbing. I was sitting in the first salon, which was a wonderful salon. I was hoping there was going to be food. It was like the only salon where there wasn't any food. And I'm like, I need to eat. I haven't eaten all day. And my head's killing me. But other than that, it was pretty cool. So let's start off with what we thought was best about Saver. Uh, For me, it was the private tasting salons. They were really well done, really nicely set up, and also small, which really helped. They were small and intimate. And they were taking a lot of customer or uh, audience questions. Mm -hmm. And... uh, you know, it wasn't really a set agenda. You could kind of ask whatever you wanted as long as it was relevant. The topic of conversation was a geekier subject matter than what you would get in the um, the main salons. So I definitely recommend you listen to those. Even though there was, you know, the, the main salons were were good. At least the one I went to, which was the Sam Claggione one, I thought that was very good. Jim Cook one was. Essentially the same thing as the one you recorded from Philly Beer Week. We did a little bit extra because he did it. Actually, that's what I thought when I was recording it. I didn't sit in on the whole thing. I ducked in and out to make sure the recording was working. But I listened to it today. And it many was... of the lines were exactly the same. So he, he obviously has his shtick down. He does have a thing. But this one was... A, a, it was broader. It, it was, was different broader. enough from what I thought it would be that I, I found it interesting. They were talking about making triple... He's talking about big beers. He's talking about making triple buck. He's talking about making utopias. Talking about some of the stuff that's in the Imperial Series. Now, the Imperial Series talk was kind of like the other talk. But this one had a lot of good insight about um, triple buck utopias and also some of the Ryan Heitzkabot type talk. Right. That Sam was talking about. And I don't even think Jim realized that they were kind of overlapping, but it was kind of a nice tie-in. Well, I don't think the nice thing is, is that we have them available now because I don't think a lot of people got to be in a lot of salons. They either got one or maybe well, two if you were lucky. If you're lucky, but then you figure you're losing a big chunk of tasting time at Sam. Absolutely. Too. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big trade-off whether you decide to go to these things or not. Um, we're the next best thing. You don't get to drink these wonderful beers. But you get to hear the, the interesting talk. So, bigger brewer turnout than last year. I think there were sixty or sixty-one brewers as opposed there to were a 40 lot more brewers. Year. It was a lot bigger space, which was good because there were a lot more people. There was seventeen hundred people. It was pretty ridiculous at times. There was a, a, an oyster bar, which would have been awesome had it not been always a twenty-minute line to get your <laughs> oyster. See, you should have went to uh, Philly Beer Week with me. That guy was at the um, Brewer's Plate. They were fantastic, by the way. Wonderful. Jeff is not as big an oyster fan as I am. I am a huge oyster fan, and they were just unbelievably good. They were plump and delicious, and I think they're farmed, right? So they they actually they're not grabbed up. They actually if you go to the uh, the Brewer's Plate from Philly Beer Week, I interviewed the owner of the oyster farm, the guy that you know we were talking to. Mm -hmm. 
So we can go back and listen. To, you can go back and listen to that if you want more information on the oyster farm. I don't even remember the name. Forgive me, oyster farm guy. Way on the other side, uh, which was like a football field away. I think it was like it was, it was pretty much as big as the football field, right? Probably a little bit smaller, but it's a big room. Was a whole cheese sampling thing, so you could go out there, grab your beer, and just have different types of cheese, which was also nice. Yeah, that was right beside Lucy Saunders, who was there selling her book and whatnot. The beer selection, I didn't get to have as much as I wanted. Like, I didn't get anything from the Lost Abbey. I didn't get, I did get some. Another thing was that there was a 20 minute line behind Lost Abbey. I did get some Pliny the Elder from Russian River because I hadn't had it in so long. I wanted to re re catalog what it tasted like. But there, a lot of brewers brought a lot of their big or well sought after or kind of rare beers. Marquee beers. Things that were well, there, there's a couple more things that were very okay. good. Uh, there were, I mean, again, the nice, the really nice thing about Savers as opposed to other beer fests is that the brewers are there. Yeah, these are the people who brew the beer, who are you know the the people behind it. So if you get a ticket, it obviously is expensive, but if you get a ticket, they will talk to you. It wasn't just that we were crappy ready; they were talking. Mm-hmm. They were they would talk to oh, everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk to the brewers, it's better than the Great American Beer Fest. You might find the brewers at GBF. You might not, um, but at Saver, you know. Vinny Chalorza was there. Peter Bugard from New Belgium was there. Chris Trogner was there. You know, I mean, all Sam was there pouring his beers. Jim Cook was there pouring his beers. Yeah, the only uh, person who was noticeably missing was Garrett Oliver. wasn't there. Yeah, Garrett Oliver wasn't there. He was there last time. I didn't yeah. see Fritz Maytag either. Yeah, Fritz wasn't there. So those were the two big guys that were there. But everyone else was there, and uh, yeah, a great place to if you want to try to steal a brewer and talk to him for a few minutes. So one of the and best they venues. are very willing to talk to you. They are not standoffish at all. I mean, they they relish this opportunity to talk to you too. So it really you have that feedback with the artisan itself. Did you have the see? This is where I failed the most. I didn't have much of an opportunity to try a bunch of unknown breweries to me. I, I didn't get a chance because we were running around. Yeah, the so best much. thing about Saver is they have that lottery system. So it's not just the big guys or the guys you always have. These unknown breweries, these tiny little breweries sometimes get picked in. And there were some there, and I had a couple of their beers. I That's my biggest fail, is I didn't get to talk to and try a lot of the unknown beers. Because if I was had more time and didn't have that headache, that's what I would have been doing. So, okay, co- negative things. Uh, I think that, and I've heard that they're going to ameliorate this, that they're going to make it two sessions next year. Oh, really? I haven't heard anything about uh, next year. I think I heard a rumor from someone. Uh, maybe it was Sam that I heard said that. But... The, because I think it was a little bit too long, one big session and just too many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the problem with uh, that was that a lot of the food like, – there wasn't as, as varied a collection of food. And what was there tended to come out somewhat cold, it seemed. It didn't seem like it was full. It, it, was, it, like, it was prepared before but didn't come out right away. So last year's saver and this year's saver, there's a set list of menu items. And the breweries pick what they think will go best with the beers they want to bring. I don't. Most of them don't even get to taste it in advance. Um, the, this year, either the menu was pared back smaller, or just people picked a lot of the same stuff. I don't know which what which it was, but you go from table to table and it was the same stuff. A lot of that there was that Jamaican jerk little uh, burger thing or whatever, right? And uh, the yeah. the. St- the samosas were at a lot of tables. The samosas were there. What was the one that was? It was a bread bowl. But oh, the, the Blanche de Chambly chicken. Blanche de Chambly, yeah, yeah. Everyone had that too. Yeah. So it was a lot of repeats. 
Some of them were good. I mean, I love the little scallop burgers. Mm-hmm. I loved the. Uh, I didn't get to try the scallop little mini slider or stuff. I mean, the crab cakes were really good. I didn't have those either. Some I missed the, out on some of the best sounding things yeah. when Greg and I were driving home. We're talking about. I'm like, I didn't see that. Oh damn it! I didn't see that either. The food was kind of cold, uh, but they didn't run out. Yeah. So last year they ran out, and all there was was chocolates. So I'm even more. There's so much logistics in there that you know, yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's I think hard. that. You know, next year, the year after that, you get a better handle on it. I, I, I think that it, it was an interesting idea to do it in one session, but I think it was probably, it's probably better to split it off into at least two. Just, just population wise, you know, it doesn't get as, as big and as crowded. Some of the breweries had long lines, but it's really not that unusual from any beer fest. GABF, there's always a line at the Lost Abbey and right. at Russian River, and you could get in. I mean, it wasn't the longest. I think the. Um, I think the oysters had a longer wait than almost any brewery. <laughs> yeah. I just prefer because it's such an intimate setting, because you you want to have mm-hmm. this kind of interaction. Yeah. You prefer sort of a smaller crowd, and I think that would benefit the event more if it were a smaller crowd. So you can actually you can take that time to talk to the brewer without interfering with the seven eight people and back you in line. The building the was, traffic, was awesome. Traffic flow was a lot better than last year. There was yes. no bottlenecks anywhere. There's plenty of room to – even with all the people, there's plenty of room to get around. Instead of being arranged in a crescent like they were before, mm-hmm. so you had to actually kind of crowd into a big crescent, it was arranged in sort of a plus fashion, like a like a plus in terms of the the individual brewers. Each There were you know four-point tables, I guess you could say. Right. So they were like on each side of a square facing outwards. So you had a lot more – area especially around the corners the um price what do you think it was 95 dollars for ticket buyers what do you think the price for that it was such a beautiful space right and there was a lot you could do but the session the, the salons cost more too right yeah the salons were more i'm not sure what the price on the salons were only complaint is for that price i want the food to be up a notch yeah i think i would agree with you there uh, I mean, the, the brewery selection is fine, but maybe you know, maybe the caterer dropped the ball. Maybe the Brewers Association isn't happy with the, the food either. But yeah, for that price, I think they need to step the food up for next year. But other than that, it's they, they deliver a lot of stuff for that. No, definitely. You get a, a huge chance to, like I said, meet all these brewers, go to find out all these different beers that you never heard of, try some interesting food and some food that's not quite so interesting, and... If you get the, you know, if you were quick enough, get the chance to go into some of these salons, which are really great, especially mm-hmm. the, the private ones. If not, well, we're here to provide you with the yep, audio afterwards. I felt that the food was really kind of dialed down this year in terms of the event. The meeting of the event was much more about beer. Did, didn't it seem more like food. a beer fest this year yeah. than a food and beer event? Like, last year was more of a food and beer, and this year it seemed more like a beer fest with yeah. hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, it? I agree. Yeah, so they need to refocus the emphasis on that. That was Saver. We enjoyed it. We had a good time. After Saver, went back to the hotel. Greg was pooped. I was and, exhausted. And I ran into um, the guys from New Holland Brewing, and we went out to RFD for a little bit. and had a Did you walk there or take a cab? Walk there. It was only three blocks. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, it's not like going to the Brooks Keller, which was way uptown. <laughs> you know, RFD was real close to the place, so that was nice. I was so exhausted. My, my feet were killing me. We were on our feet the whole day. Because before that, we did the tour, tour of the Flying Dog Brewery. Mm-hmm. And so we were on our feet for that whole thing. It was very cool. I was uh, talking with Vinny after his salon. And they had a bottle of Tornado Tornado's 20th anniversary there. 
and it, all the bottles were empty, and there was two bottles of corks on them still. So I'm hanging around, hoping that someone asks her to pop it, and I'm talking to me. And uh, I kind of mentioned, I was like, hoping someone would pop that Tornado so I could try it. And he handed me a bottle and uh, told me to bring it home, do it, on, you know, drink it, you know, at home. I'm like, we'll do it on the show. And then I almost cried because they weren't going to let me leave. The security people weren't going to let yeah, me leave. They're the being building. very vigilant about people leaving with, with beer because they, I guess, somebody had just stolen a, a case or something like that. I don't know if that. I, I heard the guy like stop him. He ran out the door with the case, but I didn't see it. I think the guy might have been mistaken. I'm not sure, but I was going to cry. I'm like, what am I going to do? I know Linda. I'm going to sit on the floor here and drink this tornado and you know, <laughs> cry, cry before they make me leave. But I, I got it out. I got approval. From like six different people, and then finally said, "Okay, you can take it with you." That was our saver wrap up. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, hope it wasn't too long and rambling. Oh well, if it was, it was. Get what you get. Get what you pay for. Oh, uh, and, and speaking of paid for, we want to say that we were, um, in full disclosure, uh, the Brewers Association did pay us a stipend to cover the salons. Uh, I don't think it tainted our uh, our reviews at all. I mean. We did say the food wasn't as good. Yeah. So. Uh, but we just want to let you know. And they pay for our hotel rooms while we were down there. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're a bunch of sellouts. Let the flame mail begin. It helped. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah from the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big enough to be abused. They never say what you can't hear But when they go, they're gone for good Now it's no use Consider this your last offense Consider this your last hurrah Consider what you had to prove What you were looking for Some people stay up half the night Worried awake because they're trying to set things right That doesn't sound a lot like you But if it ever was, it never did come Some people's shoulders are big enough for this